InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. If you've visited stores, showrooms, or restaurants recently, you may have noticed fewer choices are available, and you may have assumed this is due to COVID-19. But fewer consumer choices may be the new normal long after the pandemic fades. Here to talk with us about this is Morgan Seibert, Managing Director of U.S. Analytics at Nielsen. Morgan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Are these reductions we're seeing in product choices concentrated in certain industries, or are you seeing them across the board? So at Nielsen, we measure what we call fast-moving consumer goods, which are essentially anything a consumer could buy in a grocery store, Walmart, or other mass merchandising retailer. And what we see in those stores is about a 7.5% reduction in the number of SKUs carried in the average store, which is a very significant reduction in variety from a consumer perspective. Interestingly enough, when you sort of decompose that number in more detail, we are seeing more significant reductions in certain areas of the store versus other areas of the store. As an example, we're seeing about a 12% reduction in baby care variety, whereas produce and pet care are only seeing about a 4% reduction. And so I think what we're really seeing is areas where the supply chain has been the most challenged are the areas of the store where we're seeing the greatest reduction in SKU variety for the consumer. Do you get any sense of how consumers are reacting to these changes? Yeah, I think in a lot of cases, the consumer is really just looking for the products that they need to buy. When COVID-19 hit, there was a tremendous spike in consumer purchases in the grocery store. Many categories were up over 100% versus prior year. And that put a tremendous strain on the supply chain. And so when we go out and talk to consumers, what they're telling us is the most important thing in their mind right now is just being able to find a product or a product that they're looking for in the category that they're trying to buy. And so I think in the short term, consumers are just really looking to be able to find any product to satisfy their needs. But I think going forward, the consumer historically has really valued variety and has really valued all of the different flavors and sizes that are available in the store. And so I think over time, some of this reduction is going to become a real pain point for those consumers that were seeking variety in the categories that they buy. It would also seem that these companies, they like to have brand extensions. So if they have one product that's successful, they'll add all these you know, other flavors or colors or blends or whatever. Is this going to perhaps have an effect on the overall economy if they're not able to come out with so many new products? Yeah, I think that's historically been a way a lot of brands have grown as they've provided flavor extensions or line extensions, as you said. And I think what we're seeing is potentially a shift in how the grocery store manages or how retailers manage their assortment. I think we're going to see a more long-term reduction in the amount of items carried in the average store. And I think the reason we're really going to see that is it creates a lot of efficiency in the supply chain. When you think about all of those different line extensions, flavors, et cetera, they have to make changes to their lines. And that creates a real cost from a supply chain perspective, as well as challenges from a forecasting perspective. So I do think we are going to see some long-term changes in variety over time that are ultimately going to impact the bottom line for some companies. And for other companies, I think it's going to be a positive for their bottom line as they create more efficiency in the supply chain. We're talking with Morgan Seibert, Managing Director of U.S. Analytics at Nielsen, talking about why the American consumer has fewer choices, and this may be a permanent reduction in choices. Morgan, 
I'm looking at some source material here. It says one grocery store used to carry 40 varieties of toilet paper and now carries just a handful. (laughs) You would think this would surprise the average consumer who's maybe looking for, you know, a certain color pattern or whatever, and it's not there anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things we look at very closely at Nielsen is an understanding what the consumer is going to do if that product's not there. And as you look at a lot of these categories, what retailers are going to be focused on in in the coming weeks and months is understanding the product varieties that they absolutely have to have, where if they don't have that item, the consumer is going to walk away versus other products where the consumer is more willing to switch. So, for example, in some categories, a customer might be really willing to switch between two different flavors. And so what the retailer is going to find is they only need one of those flavors to satisfy those consumers that it historically bought across those two different flavors. But in other categories where flavor is far more important and the customer is far more loyal to flavor or size or scent or any of these key product attributes, they might actually need to continue to carry multiple flavors and varieties to meet the needs of the consumer. And so when you think about something like toilet paper, anecdotally, just because they don't have the pattern that I'm looking for, I'm still going to need toilet paper. But in other categories, I might be far more loyal to that flavor and I might actually walk away and make a purchase at another retailer. And so I think it's going to be very interesting to see how retailers leverage their shopper data and how they leverage their understanding of the consumer to determine where in the store they can make these types of thoughtful item reductions without hurting the overall sales of the category. What you're really seeing when you look at the reduction in number of items selling in the average store is really two factors that are driving those numbers. In some categories, you have what I would consider thoughtful reductions. These are decisions that either the retailer or the manufacturer has made in their supply chain to reduce variety, to allow them to focus their production capacity against the most important items so they can satisfy increased consumer demand. In other cases, the reduction in UPCs selling in the store is actually just from out of stock. What we saw during the pandemic buying, as I mentioned earlier, is a huge spike in volume. As that volume spiked, the supply chain and the grocery store shelves weren't able to keep up. We saw out of stocks, which hover sort of historically around 7 or 8%, we saw that spike almost 300% in some areas of the store where consumers just couldn't find products. Morgan, looking ahead, do you see this situation with fewer choices, you know, lasting through the rest of this year and perhaps for another decade or so? I think there's really going to be two things that I'm really going to watch for that are going to be very interesting to see how they play out. One is obviously the skew variety that we've spoken about. I do think we're going to see some skew reductions. I think our manufacturer and retailer partners that, that we talk to, they're making a lot of thoughtful decisions around their supply chain right now. They're realizing that they maybe don't need the fourth or fifth flavor in their line extension and the consumer's okay with three or four as an example. So I do think there are going to be some lasting and long-term reductions in SKU variety for the consumer. As I mentioned before, I think a lot of these companies are going to leverage their data and their understanding of the consumer to make those thoughtful and strategic decisions to improve their supply chain. I do think over time the supply chain issues are going to improve and I think the in-stock situation is going to improve. But I do think there's going to be some thoughtful pruning to uh, the ranges or the assortments that retailers and manufacturers carry. The other area that I'm very interested in is we've seen a pretty significant increase in price that the consumer is paying over the last few months. As manufacturers and retailers struggled to get the product on the shelf, we saw huge spikes in prices charged. 
promotions reduced significantly, driving about a three and a half to four percent increase in the average price. We have seen that start to level and come back down. But I do think we're heading into a period of maybe slightly higher prices in the grocery store that's going to ultimately impact the amount of dollars available in the consumer's pocket. Morgan Seibertz, Managing Director of U.S. Analytics at Nielsen. Morgan, thank you. This is a great interview. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thanks for having me. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.